What's going on, everybody? So I actually did not do a fan of the week in the middle of this podcast. So I'm going to start the podcast off with this. And you are in for a serious treat with this podcast. I uh, thoroughly enjoyed my interview with Brooke Porch. And I hope you do, too. I suggest you take notes. This is going to be an episode, especially for those of you trying to to grow leadership. You're going to hear a lot of different tactics, skill sets, things of that nature that really take things to that next level. And so make sure you screenshot this, you share this. As you've probably noticed my Instagram story, I've been reminding you guys five minutes before a podcast drops for that $50 giveaway. So today's fan of the week, and you've got 24 hours to DM me, is Jess Nicole Reed, five-star review. And she says, currently on episode 50, and I've been listening for about an hour now of her podcasts. I followed Jessie Lee for the past seven years, and I think when I first met her and heard her speak, I thought she was this loud, crazy person. LOL, but then I got the privilege of being in a small training group of hers that same day, and I could not stop writing and taking notes from what she had to say. This woman is so amazing, and she wants nothing but to build other people up and teach them how to believe in themselves and to be successful in life. Her energy is out of this world, and she has a heart of gold. I may be with a different network company, but there's not a day that I won't take tips from what she has to say. You'll be doing yourself and your life a favor by listening to what she has to say. It will change your life in some way. I am so grateful to have met this woman and be able to follow her till this day. That fires me up. I appreciate you so much. Thank you, fan of the week. Go ahead and DM me for your $50 cash. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode of the podcast. Hello, hello, everybody. What is going on? It is Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. And I am really excited for you guys to hear from somebody today. She's hilarious. I don't know if she's going to let her like freak flag fly on here, but I have a feeling she will because she, uh, she actually is a nurse. She's been working. She's an ER nurse. And so she does this business part-time, but makes very much so full-time income doing it. So I think that's a First of all, a very cool thing for all of you to know, but just sending her some love. If y'all want to send some love, make sure you screenshot this podcast and put it in your stories, etc. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review because like I said, she is uh, an ER nurse and she is doing all the Corona things and is still making time for her business and is still making time for her family. She has four boys. She's got a husband. She's got pets. She's basically got a zoo going on over there right now. And uh, so now she's, you know, assuming the role of homeschooling mom and I don't know how she's doing it, which is why I'm very excited to have Mrs. Brooke Porch on the podcast today because she's one of the key leaders in our organization, but she really is, um, she's a queen of a lot of things, but certainly at adaptability and shifting things that maybe are not ideal situations in your life and seeing them as the positive that they can be. And maybe those things are happening for you, not to you. And she is an absolute spitfire. It's probably why her team's called the Spitfire Squad. Uh, But she's hysterical and she's absolutely one of my favorite humans. And I'm blessed to be able to share some of her wisdom and knowledge with all of you. So with no further ado, Brooke Porch, take it away, my sister. Hello. So I'm so excited. First of all, this is We all say that like exciting and nervous feelings are the same. So I'm excited. I'm claiming that. So this is actually my first podcast. Um, I do train our team. Um, However, this is number one for me. So I'm excited that Jesse Lee um, actually allowed me to come on her podcast. And I'm very honored. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about adaptability. So the main thing a very short story about my very first experience with adaptability. Oh, in this I love company. stories. I love stories. Yes. Give me a story. <laughs> um, it's like, I 
as an adult, never was on a plane by myself. I never left any of my four children over a 24 hour period. Um, I just, the, everything was new. I had zero experience in this business. Um, and I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to go for it. I don't know what, what, what's the worst that can happen. Right. So I actually okay, went to the actually, first event. You're lying, which is fine, but I'm going to cut you off because it was not like that. Everybody, we, we are two <laughs> minutes to the podcast and she's already lying. She was not like, Oh, it's fine. I'm going to adapt. I'm calling BS two minutes in. She was absolutely losing her mind. She was cussing me out in a nice way on Facebook Messenger. She's texting me very aggressive things. I'm telling her she's going to be fine. Now that we've corrected the story, please do continue, you big liar. Like in my mind today, everything's fine. Oh, but yes, you okay. are right. In the past, I probably, like, I almost had a panic attack about. 20 times. I only had like two. Okay. Um, so I jumped on a plane like a crazy person in my mind. I was like, Oh my God, what am I doing? Um, and I got to this event and I actually was so petrified when I got there that I was trying to get a flight home within an hour of getting there, <laughs> which I know sounds insane. Cause like, hello, you got there. But I was like, Nope, Nope. Can't do this. I don't want to do this. It's time to go. All right. Not my thing. And I didn't even see anybody yet. <laughs> So two of the most beautiful humans ever grabbed me and were like, hey, let's go figure out everything. And that is when I knew like the actual community and love for this team and for everyone on it. They were my sidelines. They didn't even know me. Um, I was like, okay, this is for real. Because sometimes people say that, but it's not really a thing when you actually sign up. Sure. So that was huge for me. And just seeing how much they cared to actually keep me there, me staying at that event literally changed my entire life. I would have not been here if I did not stay. Um, and I learned so many things. That's why events are so important. And just showing that adaptability I already had as being a nurse, but I didn't know how to actually use it in this industry until that came about. And now pretty much if I could get through that, I could get through anything. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty funny. We look back on it now. I mean, I guess I was like almost two years ago. Uh, but at the time, it was like, I don't get on flights. I've never flown. And that ability to, <laughs> to be willing to adapt. And I love what you said, that that was an, an experience. So a singular experience that changed your entire life. Can you maybe go in through that a little bit? Because I think people say bold statements like that sometimes. And then, it, you know, maybe it's just something they, they like to say a lot. Can you give maybe some, I don't know, like what's on your heart about that experience? What actually, where did your life shift through those five days or whatever it was you were with us? Sure. So I actually, I was still a little skeptical and I thought, well, this is just our team. Like how's prove it as a whole going to be right. Um, so I went into the event just like totally nervous not knowing what to expect. I had never been to anything like this ever. Um, and I was like, well, you know what? I trust Jesse Lee, so let's just do this. So when I went in, I always tended to have a negative mindset. So I was always thinking of like what could happen bad instead of like what could happen good. Oh. Um, and I know that the event really changed that for me in that moment because um, just seeing how it was hot 
we were tired from dancing so much. I had never been in a place for that long of a time. Like, you know, you go to something and you're like, oh my goodness, we had, I genuinely had so much fun. And I saw everyone around me, like no matter the little things like being hot and stuff that normally I would be like, oh, I can't take this. I'm leaving. Um, everyone was like, that didn't bother them at all. And so it started to change my mindset. And so like, it truly like now still to this day, like I just, I always say flip it and reverse it. So like when I hear of something that's, when I'm starting to feel that little bit of negativity towards anything, I just say in my mind, like flip that. And I get it to, I just totally change it to a positive. Like, okay, so we're in this event and it's hot. Okay. Well, I'm having fun dancing. So who cares? I can get a shower later. Okay. So I want to back some of that up because that was really good. So that flip that, Flip that. Like, I feel like how many people need to screenshot this and put in their stories? Flip that. Because there's times in our day where we get triggered by stuff, right? And things upset us. Or it's too hot or it's too cold or you're, you're quarantined with your family and it's obnoxious or whatever it is, right? Flip that. Like, how about, okay, I'm not a mom or I am a mom. I'm not a teacher. You know what? Flip that script. Of course I'm a teacher. I just don't have yeah. a teaching degree. I can teach these boys, right? Uh, but I love what you so flip it and reverse it. But before you even said that, you said that your mindset used to be what could happen that's bad. And you've flipped it into what could happen that's good. And I hope everybody wrote that down because that might be like the like wow boom of this pot. I mean, <laughs> boom, like I feel boom, like it was so good. But like what could happen that's good instead of looking at situations like I'll use business as an example, right? Like what happens if your business, if you join a business instead of saying, Oh, I could fail. Oh, I, the product might not work. Maybe I shouldn't do that trial. Brooks million dollar plus year of business, by the way, started with a 10 day trial. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Obsessed. So what could, instead of saying, Oh, well, what if it doesn't work? What if I still, you know, don't like how I look in the mirror? What if, um, you know, it's just another one of those things and it doesn't work out. What if my friends make fun of me flipping it and saying, I don't know, like you tell your, what are some goods that have happened since you've joined, um, I'm so blessed you're a personal recruit. My God, I'm so thankful. <laughs> what did I do to attract you? Ah! Uh, probably funny lady stuff. But like, tell me, what are some of the goods that thank God you took all these leaps of faith um, that you can look at now and say, hey, I wish I would have looked at that situation from day one and said, well, what if? Yeah. So um, what if I could help over 2,000 people? Because right now we have this cool thing in our back office that tells us exactly how many people we've helped. And it's over 2,000. I never in my wildest dreams thought I could even help 200, let alone 2,000. So when you actually are like, oh my God, what if I helped this many people? What if I actually lost 60 pounds, which I did? What if I actually was able to go part-time in nursing, which I did? What if I can actually go per diem in nursing, which I already applied for? And I'm just waiting for them to tell me yes, because it's how Yes. So like, what if I can stay home full time with my babies and like build this business into me making a million a year, not just me having our entire team and organization that is back behind me because we all love each other, build the organization to a million dollar a year. How about what if I'm gro I'm bringing home one million a year? Look at my chilies. Yes. Like you just have to really switch it. I promise you, like if you just are like, what if I could, and then whatever you really want, just take the chance. Like that's all, that's all I can tell you. Like, and if you're not, you're really missing out.
I, oh, I love, wow, that's so powerful. I hope people rewind and listen to that. And this is an interesting um, part of adaptability too in your story that I really want to hit on because we've had this conversation, well, I talk to you all the time, you're my girl, but um, I want to say to you, I remember when you would talk to me about how you weren't sure if you were ever going to do anything like this full time because you love how much as a nurse you help people. And so I know there are a lot of nurses and teachers and people who are into philanthropy and just huge giving hearts that listen to me. And so I want you to kind of speak to that because it's an exact example of adaptability and how maybe, you know, God, the universe, whatever anybody listening to believes in is putting you on the path you're supposed to adapt to. So, um, I think, you know, if I could guess, you're probably, you probably know where I'm going with this, but, um, cause we've had the conversation, but how has this in your nurse heart been able to translate into fulfilling you? Oh, that, that actually really Same excites idea. me that you asked me that because I didn't even think of that or have it prepared. Hold on. There's um, something but, playing on my computer. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. That's Sorry. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. So I actually, um, I, I love talking about this and I act, I should talk about it more because I was, I was like, there is zero chance I can make a full-time income. So like I did this kind of make some extra cash, a few hundred bucks a month and continue my nursing career. Like I worked really hard for a nursing degree. If you are a nurse and you're working, if you are a nurse and listening to this, you know, like I need you to just get out of your seat right now and scream. Yes, I did. Ah! Because that is hard work. No joke. So you're like, I did that. Like, I am not like, no, 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 I'm not doing, I have to stay a nurse. So the thing that changed huge for me is like, I am helping so many more people. I've been a nurse for 18 years and yes, we help people. And yes, we're there for people. And in their worst times, we're there for people. However, I never get to see them actually get better. Mm. I never get the thank yous. I never see the people afterwards that are like, you've changed my life. And this is exactly what I'm getting from this business. I have so many people that come to me constantly that are like, I've lost 50 pounds. You've changed my life. I can play with my kids. Uh, Like, this is incredible. Like, how can I make money with this? So not only are we changing lives with people like changing their physical form. We're changing their mental form. We're helping them with their families. And then we're also helping them make an income to where it's an actual trusted income because we run our checks. We don't ask anyone for a raise. I love that. So that just makes me want to say really fast, by the way, if anybody has been in a hospital or a doctor's office or an ER, if you can find out who your nurses are and say thank you, uh, especially right now, but always, you know, I I, I actually, I'm, I'm thankful you said that because you're getting everything a nurse's giant heart needs from your business. And I hope people heard that when you said that, because that just, when you said it the first time to me, I was like, oh my Lord, like, but of course, you know, um, but I put, you know, my dad had open heart surgery, I guess, three years ago. And, uh, and by the way, she has four boys. So if you hear noise, not a problem. I know most of y'all are moms and dads anyway. Okay. But I asked my Facebook, I said, you know, Hey, my dad just had open heart surgery. He was in the hospital for weeks. Right. I mean, it's a long thing. And I said, what do I, you know, what should I do? And people were blown away. And so I'm so glad this is like a full circle moment for me. People were blown away that I, as just a family member of my dad who was in the hospital was like, what can I give to these nurses? 
how can I make them whatever? And so I went in every day with like tons of food and like gift baskets. And then when he was being discharged, I had, you know, thank God I'm, I'm successful. Right. So I gave them all gift cards and like, all, and, and it's like you just said though, the nurses don't get to see the healthy patients. The nurses don't get to see the good stuff. You in network marketing get to watch people. If you're in health and wellness, like we are lose the fat, have the energy, be better parents, be in better moods, sleep better, better skin, better, whatever. And then financial freedom. Like you, I mean, I, I know Brooke very well. Okay. So I'm just telling you when she has people in her organization, win, she's all up in my inbox, like, I got crying. I got like it's she like <laughs> she'll, sure. she puts all these people before her she just has this massive heart so um i've all and this is just a side note but there has not been a nurse who has joined my business and i use mine because i'm talking about my personal business right now there has never been a nurse in my business that has not succeeded that's been plugged in and i think it's because of what you just said. It's just, it's that massive heart. It's that massive drive to want to help people. And, uh, and the work ethic, like you really hit on it, but the adaptability to understand, I just went to school for a hundred years to get this flipping RN, whatever the job, <laughs> I don't even know what the heck any of this is, you know, whatever. I'm not going to pretend I know all about it, but like, that's gotta be hard. So can you walk us maybe through some of that mindset stuff? Or if you want to elaborate on anything I just said, oh. <laughs> I think you have dinosaurs in your house. You guys, she has dinosaurs. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to Brody. <laughs> that's one of my children. He thinks it's funny. He doesn't understand that it's like actually recording and people are going to listen to this. <laughs> hey, well, you know, like 10 years from now, we'll be like, Brody, do you remember when you were trying to be a dinosaur on mom's yeah. podcast? Yeah. Right. So, um, I, the mindset, of just going through everything is kind of like when you start I'm just going to be real honest like you're nervous you're scared you're like oh my gosh what is going to happen and then you feel the community you feel the heart you're like oh my gosh okay this is actually happening and then you learn we have so many systems that it's like okay let me just plug myself in here and then I was crazy I read every single thing and are like we have a group that's like the holy training grail like you go in there and anything you need is there and for me previously that would have like really overwhelmed me and just like I don't know like wow this is a lot but with you communicating with me like literally whenever I message you I just felt that security like mm -hmm. if I actually couldn't find something you would tell me where it was and that's changed huge for me as well because there when I was bringing a lot of people onto our, my personal organization, I was kind of handholding because I didn't want them to feel that my heart was like, please, I don't want you to be scared. And I was realizing that I was almost, I was almost hurting them because mm. I was like, here's this on a silver platter. Like, don't, you don't have to, you know, don't do anything. And now I understand that like, directing them to where the information is it's it's like you know teaching them how to fish they say instead of just handing them the fish makes their organizations grow just so much quicker and so much more amazing and my mindset has shifted from how can I grow my business to how can I help them grow their business okay so I have a question about that because several people have talked about this whole teaching people how to fish instead of just giving them the fish, which you know I completely agree with. We have so many resources. It's just, it's crazy. I think it's like, I, I, don't, I don't know. I really feel like we have a turnkey system. I know a lot of people yeah. like to say that and it's not true, but I really feel like we do. Um, so that's a good adaptability question because how, um, you know, how have you dealt with maybe people who, 
they don't like that you won't build their business for them because we always say, I will help you build your business. Um, so is that something you've had to adapt with? Has that been, you know, um, have you ever, I don't know, this might be getting a little vulnerable, but I like it. Um, have there ever been any times when somebody maybe has, you know, maybe you've even had your feelings hurt because somebody, you know, just, I don't know. And how you've had to adapt through situations like this, where maybe someone's not having the success because they're not actually plugged in. They're not going to events. They're not doing the things you say to do. And how do you handle situations like that? Yeah, for sure. So I, obviously attached myself to you and learned every single thing there was that came out of your mouth. I was like, okay, okay, okay. And it was like a little bank that I put in my head. So um, the more I do this, the more I learn and the more I grow. So I actually quite recently did have my feelings hurt quite a bit. Um, and it was somebody that was in that I knew before this. And so I immediately was almost like, okay, I poured myself into that person. I gave them everything I had. I, I wanted to do everything to help them get to where they wanted to be. And that person was going up, 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 and then would take 10 steps back and then up, 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 and take 10, 10 steps back. And they were telling me what they really wanted, but they weren't actually showing the action to get there. Mm-hmm. So what happened was that person, I don't know what happened in their mind because I didn't ask. That's fine. Um, but when... When it came to the point where she was like, I'm leaving, you know, like, this is not for me. Um, I just kind of wished her well and said, like, that's okay. It's not for everyone. But I also, I hate to word, use the word kill, but like, I kill people with kindness. Like, I I never wish anyone bad intent, you know, ill will. And I just want to see people succeed just like you do. So I just let her know that like, you know, when you're ready, not if, when you're ready to come back and do this, like I'm here for you. So she knew that no matter what she did, I was going to be there. And, you know, she's back and she's working and she is the same person that I fell in love with. So I think instead of getting your getting tied up in your own feelings and letting that like just bring you down the most important thing is to just know that it's okay there are many people that you can help just move on help the other people but always be there for that person if they need you i love that and i have a question about that situation so you killed her with kindness you let her know you still love her you don't you know if you respect her where she is is there an outcome on this situation um so The outcome I was looking for was I was hoping that she would realize whatever thought she was having going on, like communication is important. Mm -hmm. So like anything that you're thinking or feeling like all of the leaders that we're just ready for communication. Like I would rather communicate as an adult and as a respectful person uh, and just kind of see like what's going on. And so the outcome would be for just her to get herself back on track with her goals but to integrate herself in back into our actual personal team as well, Mm -hmm. because there were more feelings than just me hurt. And, you know, I don't want to ever see anyone have problems with that. And we are not like, there's, I, there's a lot of times where I think there's a lot of drama that can happen, um, in other companies and we just don't do that here. So if there's a situation that just comes up, we just kind of like, you know, deal with it respectfully and let it go. We don't 
sit and kind of dwell on what's going on. And we don't stay to the negative and we don't gossip to all the other people. We just keep it to ourselves and that person. I hope leaders listening to this just wrote that down. Uh, because currently the, the situation she's talking about, like there's still room for growth for the situation to get better, but the person has no longer quit. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with that killing with kindness and letting her know, you know, Hey, like you always have a place here. We're not, I promise we haven't been speaking badly about you. Um, and if you want to come back, come back. And, um, it was, it was awesome, I think. And so I'm, I'm excited to see how this situation adapts and grows and, and, and you learn through it. So and by yes. the way, that's not to say that people's feelings weren't hurt. Um, I've had my feelings hurt. Brooks had her feelings hurt. I think every leader's had their feelings hurt. It's understanding how to uh, adapt and then grow through those situations, which I will just give a, a, a proper public shout out. You're doing so well. I just, uh, unbelievable. Uh, so okay. I have a question. You mentioned, you said I attached myself to JL's hip. Uh, so, and I, I will not take credit for Brooke's success in the sense of Brooke is a workaholic. She has a, an amazing personality. She, I mean, I think all nurses have great work ethics in general. You wouldn't have graduated nursing school. Uh, but I want to know, like, what does that mean? You know, like how, how have you done businesses in the past that have not, you've not succeeded in? What is the difference? Because I think clearly there's some kind of adaptability in there. And what does that mean when you say I attached myself to JL's hip? I know you referenced, you know, I'll text you, you text, you've said a few things like that throughout the podcast, but I think a lot of people maybe are trying to figure out ways to succeed even more and, and they need to be taught by somebody who um, maybe didn't have a ton of success before somewhere else or whatever. I think you know where I'm trying to go right. with it. So I uh, would love, would love to hear. Yeah, so I did one other company before this. It was actually a makeup company. It's probably not the one you're thinking of. <laughs> um, however, I my biggest check was like a little over $300. And like I only came into this wanting a few hundred dollars, but there was literally zero help. And like I, I use the word help even lightly because like I basically signed up and the person that was above me like she kind of was like going with the flow and that's okay. But there was no one above her that would even like talk to me. Mm. So there was no one to get that knowledge from. There was zero systems. There was no thing like, okay, if you onboard new people, like this is what you do with them. This is where you plug them into. There were no trainings. We literally never had a training, not once. Um, and you could earn trainings from like the higher ups, but you had to like do things to get them, which in my mind was like, okay, so you don't want the people under you doing well, that makes zero sense. Okay. So I just, there was no sense of community. There was, it was nothing what I was looking for. Um, and basically I signed up for the discount. I only stayed with them to get discounted product. So the fact that this company doesn't do that and like we lead with our hearts and we are... You have full 100% access to every single leader in our organization. Mm. We do trainings twice a week. Like the, the difference is huge in the companies. Now, what do you mean though? Like access, you said you have access to all, I just know there's a lot of people who listen oh, to me sure. for leadership advice for their organizations. What does that mean? So does that mean, well, duh, you know, if I sign under Brooke, then I get Brooke and Jesse Lee. Like you just said, you get access to all... 
I think people need to hear this because yeah. there are huge key distinctions. People want to know why we're so successful. And there are things that I'm, I'm trying to teach profession-wide and you are hitting so many of them. Like if you are a leader and you have not hit pause on this episode multiple times, you are not even trying to build your business because she is giving huge, lead, I mean, deep leadership tips that I, I really hope you're paying attention to. And that was one of them. Can you explain that a little bit more? So like every single human that signs up in our organization gets Jesse Lee's personal cell phone number and she answers them. So like if, if I'm, I work weekends as a nurse still 12 hour shifts. So like I was working yesterday, if one of my people, even if they were seven lines deep needed help and they couldn't get help in one of the chats, just let's say everyone was not available at that moment because we have chats. So there's always a few leaders in the chat that you pretty much get your questions answered within minutes or sometimes even seconds. Um, And so if all that was not available, they could still text Jesse Lee and they could ask her exactly what they needed, whether they had a conversation with a customer and didn't know what to say next, or whether they were like, I don't know what, the next password is to our amazing onboarding system or whether they were like, you know what, I'm kind of feeling a little down. Like I could use some, you know, like everything that's going on right now. I'm kind of just, I don't know where to start back with the business because I've been kind of like shut down for two weeks. What should I do first? And she would literally just text them back and give them directives. That's unheard of. She's our multiple million dollar earner on this team that, is there for every single person. It doesn't matter how many lines down. It doesn't matter how many sidelines. And it's the same, like I have just um, collaborated with so many leaders on this team. I mean, I had a one-to-one the other day with a leader that benefits from me zilch, except for my amazing friendship, because I am quite amazing, okay? You are pretty amazing. (laughs) (laughs) But like, she literally walked me through this process of gratitude because I'm working on things because no one's perfect and she didn't have to do that and that's always there for us no matter what we need everyone has a different gift zone that we can go to and just ask for help and they will be there so you're saying even cross lines side lines you're getting your people can get coaching and advice and whatever Absolutely. I'm actually in um, this really cool thing we're doing right now. Um, We're calling it the champ circuit, which means the car earners. And so for seven weeks straight, my personal organization is learning from a different car earner every single week. And we're pouring into each other. And I think it's I don't think, I know it has been huge. Everyone's loving it. Everyone learns from different personalities and you're going to take something from that person that I might have said, but you're going to take it from them and actually implement it. So that's been, I'm like in love with this. Like I'm loving that we're doing this. Well, I think it's important because uh, what I've noticed in my, you know, nine years of direct sales, whatever, is that people, our trainings tend to fall on deaf ears sometimes, right? It's like, uh, you're always hearing from Jesse Lee. You're always hearing from Brooke. You're always hearing from whatever. And so opening that up to our organizations where, you know, people then get access to everybody, I just think is, I think it's so strong. I think that it is something very next level. And that does take adaptability. Um, Leaders with a lot of ego are not going to do that. Leaders with um, a lot of control issues are not going to be okay with that. Leaders who aren't willing to say, hey, you know what? Maybe so-and-so gets along better with 
Brittany or Angela or uh, Musco, of course, uh, you know, uh, oh my gosh, I'm like Bree or Courtney or whoever, uh, Ash or blah, 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 like all of these different people. That's, that's just ignorant, right? We all have different learning styles um, and people can connect on different, different wavelengths. So I think that's so important. Um, so the attaching to, to my hip, if you want to kind of hit on that, some things like you said, I text back, but what are some things, um, just, I don't know, a couple examples or maybe where you were like, holy crap, I actually, actually, whatever it is. I don't know. Cause we discussed this a lot where you were like, man, you know, I, I, I can't, you know, anyway, go ahead. I'll let you talk. I I actually kind of tested her in the beginning. (laughs) Rude. I'm just kidding. So. So I was like, I would text her a couple times for like little questions because I look, I honestly, I just wanted to see like, is she going to text me back? I don't know. I don't think she will. It's probably, who knows what happens. And like, <laughs> I feel attacked. Every, Everybody, I I'm feel just, attacked right now. Just kidding. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> so I would text questions and I would be like, boom, an answer. And I was like, is this for real? Like I asked questions in a group in my previous company and it would be days and I would tag people and I would get nothing. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm on my own over here. So, you know, I'm like asking questions, boom, answer, asking questions, boom, answer. And it was like, by like the phrase attaching myself to her hip was actually trained in words from, uh, I don't know if I'm actually allowed to, can I say her name? Sure. Yeah. Okay. So Marina Wari um, was on our training. So she also, not only do we get taught from our amazing leaders, but we also get tons of leaders and industry like geniuses outside of our team and company that come in and also train us. But that was a saying that she said, and it just really hit home to me because I remembered in the beginning, like whatever Jessie Lee was posting, I was like, okay, how's she doing this? How's she wording it? Okay she's putting up homework. Okay. Let me go do the homework because if she's taking the time to make it, it must be something that's going to, you know, build my business. And just every time I had a question, keeping that communication open and sending that text or sending that message and just like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be like a barnacle. I'm going to be like right here, wherever I am, wherever she is, she's going to see me. I am going to push myself to be on those leadership port on those leadership boards because I want Jesse Lee to know who mother freaking Brooke Porch is. Okay. So I'm not going to cuss on the podcast, but I'm just saying, I wanted her to know my name. So when she kept having to write out my name, Brooke Porch on all the leadership boards and all the things that were winning, I was like, okay, she's going to know who I am. This is happening. Okay. And it was pushing me to like, just be like, it wasn't even about like a reward system where like, here's this. And I didn't even care about that. I was just like, she's seeing me, I'm being seen. And she's the, the gifts that she mails, like is not even necessary, but like, it's, I'm like, what is going on? This woman actually likes me. And then I'm going to put it out there. My insecurities are still there. So like, I don't know, a month or two ago, I messaged her and I was like, you know what? I actually realized now after two years that you actually like me. And she was like, what? And I was like, I just, I don't know. I felt like I was driving you nuts, all those questions. And I just, and it was nothing she said. It was me completely projecting my insecurities onto her and just honestly hoping that she really liked me, whether I made zero points or whether I made 1 million points. And at that moment, I don't even know why it just happened. And I just knew, and I was like, okay, all right, like, she likes me as a human. This is for real. So it's, it's, it's just interesting that it took me so long 
because we have so many amazing things. So I'm just like urging you, if you're listening to this now and you feel her love, because there are lots of you guys, if you feel her love, like it's legit, it's real. She's not going anywhere. It doesn't matter what you need her for or when you need her. She's going to be there for you. I'm going to cry on my podcast. I love you. (laughs) I remember that conversation. It was unbelievable to me because I think some people don't understand that when I say what you just said, which is, I don't care if you have a hundred points or a hundred million points. Like my love is not a conditional thing based on your, your sales volume. I think that is so, so, so important that people understand where people's hearts lie. And I think again, that goes back to your nursing, you know, you need to, you need to feel that we all have insecurity. So thank you for, for sharing that, you know, thank you for being um, transparent about that. I love that. And I will just say, you know, that whole asking questions that to me is a sign. Now it's not ask questions that are stupid. Brooke wasn't asking stupid questions, right? Like questions maybe that were answered in say an onboarding system we put together or questions that were obviously answered on that week zoom or, you know, she wasn't asked, she had clearly went and looked for resources and then would text me that to me, like for, for me, when somebody does that, I'm like, that's a woman or a man with some fire in their belly. I want like, That, I think, is a key distinction. That's a great... People say, how do you know if someone's going to do something? Generally, their actions, they should have questions. If you just started a business and you don't have 150 questions, like, okay, are you psychic? Because, uh, no, like, it should be scary. It should be nerve-wracking. Like she said, she was scared and nervous when she started. And uh, I just think that that's so important. People understand that that's a really big, strong sign for your leader to see. And so you never annoyed me. I always thought, wow, this girl's hungry. She wants something. Um, oh, I'm only two boxes from MVP. I'm going to go get it. What? Okay. Like just, you know, pumped. And she was always texting me when something happened, like a sale, like she had gotten a sale or maybe she got a recruiter. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm down 20 pounds. Now 30, now 40, now 50. Now I'm like, oh my Lord, you know, she's sending me photos, uh, etc. I just, um, it's a, it's a really good sign for me when somebody attaches themselves to me the way that, that you did it never, never annoyed me. And of course I loved you. (laughs) So is there anything else you think people really need to know? Uh, Maybe they're going through some, I don't know, whatever you want to say. Is there anything else on your heart you want to, you want to get out? I definitely feel like no matter what company you're in, because obviously there's people that are not with us that are listening to this. um, It doesn't matter. Like if you started with someone and you were like, let's do this together. And they're like your best friend. And like, you know, they hit a goal in one month and it took you five or six or maybe even a year. Like literally the only way you're not going to win is if you quit. Well, I love that. Say it again. Say it again. So the only way you lose, I should say, is if you quit. So like if you don't quit and you just keep persevering and you keep pushing towards your goal because everyone starts at a different spot and everyone learns differently. Mm -hmm. When you like if here's your goal, like all the way over to the right on like this goal line. Okay. Which is like the imaginary goal line and you're starting together. You're going to get there different times and it doesn't matter how you get there. It, it like literally does not matter at all how you get there. It just matters that you don't stop until you get there. And then when you get there, make yourself a new goal. Cause it should never stop. Like you're living, right? So your goal should never quit evolving and growing and adapting like you're always going to want more you know I think that's why we have an event called more I love that and that does take adaptability and it takes a lot of courage to know that your path is not the same as everybody else's 
right? Yeah. You know, you, you'll get where you want to go as long as you keep the vision and you keep doing the action steps it takes to get there. I think that's so strong and so encouraging for people. People need to hear that. Yeah. Well, I think, um, I think like the very last thing I want to go over, unless you have any more questions, no, is just go. like, please always remember like being open-minded and always being a learner. Like there is, I am a nurse, so that's like ingrained in me. But if you're not in nursing and you're not in a, um, an actual career that like reminds you, like you should always continue learning when you're learning, you're growing and it's, you never want to, like Jesse Lee always tells us, you never want to be the smartest person in the room because if you are like, what are you learning? Mm-hmm. You know, and obviously we're going to be teaching other humans, but there's always going to be someone that knows something better than you. And like, how about you learn from them? It doesn't matter if they just started yesterday. Maybe they know like a really good way to do Excel because I'm not that great at it yet. But like, you know, that's the things that you need to remember. Like you can learn from everyone. No one's perfect. No one's better than anyone else. And like you are enough, like just the way you are right now. Yeah. And, and everybody has different skills, right? Everybody has something that they're world-class at. And even if yeah. it's not yet business, that's a great time to attach yourself to somebody who is and has those skill sets and has the, the talents and convictions that you're looking for. So thank you for saying that. I think a lot of people, they do the comparitis thing and that's yeah. not healthy either. So I love that you, I love that you hit on that. So um, Brooke Porch, you are an absolute phenom. You are the one, my sister. I love you so much. I appreciate your time. I hope people go back and re-listen to this. And this is something I would share for sure with teams, but definitely with leaders, maybe that you respect in the profession. Cause there was a lot of stuff that you went through that I just thought was extremely powerful. And you made me so, so proud. Ah! I love you. And thank you so much for having me again. This is way out of my comfort zone, even though, like I said, I do teach, but, um, it's important to do new things that are out of your comfort zone because like, that's the whole part about growing. So I'm excited. I'm excited. We did it and I'm excited. And like, you never know, maybe I'll just start my own. Let's do it. I love it. Well, that's (laughs) adaptability in a nutshell, y'all appreciate you for listening. Make sure you screenshot this and share this and tag a friend and subscribe to the people's mentor. Love you. Appreciate you. Talk to you soon. By the way, if you've made it this far, you are probably wondering what the letter is in the letter my friends who made it to the end, is A. A as in apple. A as in attitude. A as in awesome.